WIE Radio is brought to you in part by IsraeliFirstAid.com. Quality individual first aid kits can make the difference between life and death on this job. IsraeliFirstAid.com offers kits, gear, and replacement equipment for officers, medics, and the public. Check out our affiliate links at WIEradio.com slash IFAK. HMMC. You're listening to the WIE Radio Network. In this episode of Ask WIE, the guys talk about the IFAC, what it is, and why you should carry it. The podcast that responds to all emergencies on and off the job. And now here are your hosts, Motor Cop and the Happy Medic. So it occurs to me that we haven't talked about our good Infinity friends. War. But no, that was last year. I saw oh. I saw Endgame and wow. Really? Dude. I yeah. You that's know, not I where I wanted to start. Nope, nope, nope. We're not gonna go I didn't down like there already. The part where... Nope, you shut oh, your okay. you shut your pie hole. Sorry. Let's talk about our good friends over at patreon.com slash WYE. Oh yes, the folks that keep this show free yes, uh, for everybody else to listen to. Yeah, it it occurs to me that we have uh <clears throat> not not thanked them enough nor paid enough attention to them uh neglected is the uh, word that neglected. could be used yeah so you know i mm-hmm. i think we need to make it part of our our content calendar that at least a couple of times a month we we do a one-off video or a one-off whatever and mm-hmm. only put it up over at patreon.com slash wye so when we told these guys that if they support the show monetarily yeah. yes that they would get kind of behind the scenes shenanigans yeah. and us doing stuff we should actually do yeah. follow we through with that we should actually do that so yeah. special props to those of you in the wye family uh that used to be the tcs family true uh who have been going to their mailbox and like they haven't recorded anything yeah these, guys are, these guys are jerks these guys are jerks Ooh, new show yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. So, like, so God ooh, bless Mini you. Trucker Magazine. But thank you so much, guys, for supporting us. And for those of you wondering. Mini Trucker hey, Magazine? Mini Trucker Magazine is from Clerks. Oh, okay. Do you sell hubcaps for a 72 Pinto hatchback? <laughs> ooh, Mini Trucker Magazine. It's one of my favorite films. And it was brought up. Uh, um, yeah, no, I saw it. I saw it. Earlier today. Yes, yeah, I, you no, saw I saw the whole I thing. I did. Uh, but what we're going to start bringing up at, uh, at Patreon for our patrons is more content. Yeah. That would be a nice benefit that for them. That would be a nice benefit. Since they're since nice enough said. to send us a few bucks every month. Yeah. And uh, by the way, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I remember somebody asking me, like, you ask people to support your podcast? I was like, well, it's not free to do anymore. No, it's not. You know? It used to be. It used to be free. You could Although throw it up and stream. we could probably figure out a way to do it for free, but major pain in the backside. You know what? Here's the thing. Major we, pain. We figured out how to do it for free. Yeah, remember? And it, and it stunk. Remember eight I years hate, ago? I hated yeah, it. It I was not good. It. The audio was horrible. Yeah. You could only get it in one place. But the folks at patreon.com slash WIE are patrons helping us out yep. with a, a monthly donation. There you a go. A subscription, if you will. Indeed. So let's talk, uh, let's jump into the, the content for this ask, because uh, again, much like a couple of weeks ago when I we didn't have the actual audience member calling up and saying, hey, what about blah, yeah. we, we've decided to kind of take take the ask in a, in a different way and, and ask ourselves questions that mm-hmm. maybe somebody's thinking about and we can speak into their lives, if you will, and make, make, their, make them safer. And there's only so many speak pipes that we can get that uh, describe your best day or what's the worst thing you've ever seen. We get that all the time, yeah. asked and answered. Yep. So... One of the things we wanted to bring into the Ask WYE guys is this is a space where we can just kind of spitball some ideas. Hey, what works for you? What works for me? This is good. That's good. And ask each other. 
uh, ask the industry, hey, why isn't this happening? Why isn't that happening? And one of the things I want to bring up today, MC, was the individual first aid kit, the IFAK, that uh, every tactical dude is carrying around. Can I call to their it IFAC? Can I say that? IFAC? Is that... Do we need an explicit tag for that, or is IFAC no. okay? No. If you if you mispronounce it, then yes. Oh, okay. Uh, but that's what IFAK stands for. In case anybody's out there, like, hmm, I wonder what they're talking about. How could this work? Individual first individual aid kit? first aid kit. Oh, okay. and this this is speaking specifically to. Uh, it's a good thing it's not first individual first under access kit kaleidoscope. Sure, that'd be weird too. <laughs> But no, this is speaking specifically to the bleeding control measures that I want every officer carrying on their person at all times. So I wanted to ask you, MC, what uh -huh. do you carry in your individual first aid kit? And why? These and mitts. How? These mitts oh, right here. Those mitts? Uh, these mitts right here. On the end of these guns. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I carried the uh, gunshot trauma kit, and I, I, honest to God, couldn't tell you what's in it. I've opened so, it one time. Here's a funny story. Okay. I opened it one time. Asked me if it was for a gunshot. Was it for a gunshot? Nope. It was oh, for okay. a guy that ran over his own head with his car. That'll work. Y yeah. Now, an important reminder. Amusing tale. Uh, the the individual first aid kit is mainly for you. Oh. Oh. But if you're not in a situation where somebody else is going to get hurt, for example, uh, the car is not going to run over anybody else. Yeah. It's probably okay to deploy. On yeah, a, on somebody yeah. else. I, I took a, a giant thing of gauze that, that is, you know, for direct pressure uh -huh. and just put it on the side of his head that was uh, significantly flatter than uh, he started his day. So one thing that concerns me a little bit is you don't know what's in it. Was it handed to you at work? Like, here you go, Johnny. Yep. And that was it? Yeah, it's a gunshot trauma kit. Yeah. Did you receive any training regarding no, any no. of the equipment that's inside of it? Nope. It was just, uh, hey, this is a good thing to have. So what now, use... Now, I, I have since received training with other items. Oh, okay. Yes. No, absolutely. So what do we always say about a tool that you don't know how to use? What do we say? Not very useful, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. So if I give you a uh, Hey, MC, here's a K-12 saw. And you go, neat. What can I cut with it? How does it start? Uh, does it need fuel and oil? Can I plug it in? What can I... Yeah. What, oh, okay. what do I cut with this? All those questions. There's no use Jeez. giving you an individual first aid kit if no. you don't know what's in it and what's to use. We're going to let the fart joke right? go? How do you use it? Cut yeah, I'm going to let it go. All right. I'm going to let Whatever, it go. dude. I'm not holding back anymore. <laughs> oh, just let that one fly. There we go. <laughs> See, this, that's how this you is do where, a fart joke on this a clean is where, radio show. This is where we've landed? <laughs> really? <laughs> well, you didn't know how to use the kit, and guess what's in there? Fart repellent. Oh, okay. perfect. No, but what should be in your kit, MC, is... Uh, it needs to start, number one, you said, with a big pile of gauze. Absolutely yep. important. Yeah. The next needs to be a combat application tourniquet. These are the ones yep. you've seen with the windlass that we turn. Yeah. You put it on with the Velcro and it snaps on. They're into the seventh generation yeah. of those and now. Those, those you can put on yourself. Yes. They are designed to be put on one-handed. And yeah. I, in fact, one of the things that I want to mention to our audience, especially the law enforcement officers, is don't just carry it in your IFAK. Don't just carry one on your belt or in your sock. I've mentioned it on the show before. In your sock? There's a fantastic video out of Clark County where two officers encounter an armed man. He turns with the gun. They shoot him. And immediately the guns are back in and they're pulling tourniquets out of like ankle holsters. It wasn't their sock. But sock, ankle holster, it, I don't it, remember nobody exactly. Ca nobody carries that in either of those things. You know what, though? Somebody out there right now is like... You know what, guys? Oh, Send us a picture. It'd fit. Send us a picture of your cat tourniquet in your sock at yeah. work. That would be nice. Yeah, with just your, to sh with just your to combat boots. MC wrong. Yeah, no, dude, you should absolutely yeah. do that. That sounds like a thing. But being able to deploy that tourniquet, uh, I encourage law enforcement, don't just look at it and say, yeah, I'm good. Uh, grab a trainer or grab one that's already open 
lay down on the ground and can you put it on yourself while you're on the ground? We we actually had can some, you do some, some good training a couple of years ago where it was specifically for that item. Mm-hmm. And we've gone through it a couple of times, actually, in conjunction with active shooter training. And it, it it's an amazing piece of equipment. I mean, it's yes. it's just about cop proof. It's it, not hard. It's we, cop we, proof. It's fireman proof. We have had iterations prior to that that were, I mean, just atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. So this technology, guys, is coming out of the battlefield. That's where it's coming from, where soldiers used to die from bleeding out of losing a limb. Yeah. Or having a, a large caliber uh, gunshot to their arm or to their leg. Surgeons are now able to not only save their life, but save that limb because of the technology on these tourniquets. And there's there's a pretty big, correct me if I'm wrong, a pretty big misnomer. And again, I'll, I'll thank Hollywood for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if you apply a tourniquet that, well, well I'm, I'm definitely going to lose his arm. That's the old thinking right yeah but that's, that's not no longer accurate no just go back to boy scouts in the 80s well tourniquet is what life or limb well now it's life and limb yeah we we can actually if we can stop the bleeding and get them to definitive care quickly these uh, uh hospitals in most communities i'm not going to say everywhere because there's a deputy in the middle of nowhere somewhere like i'm not going to say <laughs> but we can get these folks to definitive care and through surgery we're saving extremities it's, it's an amazing yeah. piece of equipment that you need to be carrying with you. But if you don't know what's in your kit, if you don't know how to use it, useless. But so, guess what there is? Uh, the internet. So what else, can, what else would, would be in my IFAC? You've got to have the gauze, uh, combat application tourniquet, cat tourniquet with the windlass, and you're also going to need a pressure bandage, preferably a six-inch pressure bandage. What, what is a pressure bandage? Is that just a, an ace bandage where I'm pushing down on stuff? Uh. It used to be, yeah. and then we found out that doesn't really work all that much. Okay. So let's say you've got a small caliber uh, injury to your leg. You're still under threat of fire. You're still in the danger zone, the hot zone, as EMS calls it, and you need to evacuate. You're not going to be able to hold pressure on that wound and get out of there and still be able to fire your weapon for defense. What the pressure bandage does, and uh, check the show notes, guys, uh, for this episode to see actual examples of the stuff from IsraeliFirstAid.com. And their six-inch pressure bandage. MC, this thing, it goes on and it holds that gauze in place with a plastic bar that's contoured ever so slightly. Okay. So it's going to apply all of the wrapping of that bandage nice. directly onto that one spot. Okay. You're going to wrap that so up as effective. tight as you can. You're going to get up and get out. Yeah. If for some reason the bleeding continues, you start to get lightheaded and you drop, now we might start thinking tourniquet. Okay. But this pressure bandage should be applied to get you out of the threat zone. Okay. That, make, that makes sense. That's why it's in your individual first aid kit. A lot of the paramedics, the EMS teams that are going to be responding, even the tactical EMS teams are not going to have these specific pressure bandages in their go kits because I'm not going to give it to you if I can stay and hold pressure. Right. So if you're in the warm zone, if we're sending in one of our rescue task forces under cover protection, right? Officers with weapons drawn saying, oh, the threat is down two halls around to the left and whatever and we've got somebody injured, we're going to be able to take care of them with direct pressure, possibly a tourniquet. We probably won't be applying that pressure bandage. But if you're alone and you get hit and you're down behind a wall, you might need to deploy this thing quickly. Okay. So though I've, I've seen a lot of, uh, at least in our agency, we do a lot of, uh, a lot of guys are doing the load-bearing vests now. Everything's coming mm-hmm. off of the waist yep. and the load-bearing vest. And, and a lot of them I see, I, I don't, 
I'm not going to drop that kind of scratch on one because I'm so close to the house. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, and by that, I mean retirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I see a lot of guys carrying those those tourniquets in a pocket on their vest. Yep. And that, and that's, that's a great thing. And that's perfectly fine. And, and keep in mind, as you're going through, guys, the individual first aid kit is for you. If you get hurt. Yeah, absolutely. We have uh, on the Fire and EMS side, MC, we have the very limited rescue task force training. We have very limited information on, uh, you know, taking down the threat, all that stuff. That's why we go in as the task force assigned to you. Yeah, the, the rescue task force. We are bringing equipment to help the injured that we find. And then we have on our vests that we teach our guys is that is only for you. If your partner goes down, you use theirs. Right. Take it off of right. their vest and use it on them. Right. You keep yours for you because you never know if you come by and grandma's bleeding and you use your IFAK on grandma and then you get hit. Yeah. You're dead. Yeah. Grandma's going to say something very nice at your funeral, though. If she lives. If she makes it. Yeah, exactly. And that's one of the other things is research is coming out finding that all of these stop the bleed and, and a lot of the uh, uh, bleeding control that we're starting to put out in the public might be making a difference maybe but it might be giving people a false sense of security that oh it's that's okay if we have an active shooter at my work it's okay we have one of these stop the bleed kits and we open it up and there's tourniquets and there's a uh, uh, cellox gel in there that promotes clotting right uh, that's something else you should have in your ifak by the way especially law enforcement is you need to be able to throw these granules into the wound quick, quick clot Quick clot. Yeah. The old days, it used to be uh, ingrained into a gauze pad. Yep. Now you've got the packaging. You rip open the package, put it on the wound, and as you're wrapping the wound, you put the wrapper for the cellox in the wrapping for the wound. So okay. as you get to so the in hospital. Be- in between your skin and the bandage? Uh, in between the bandage and the bandage. In between the bandage and the bandage? So you put you put the granules, okay. the contents of the packaging, yep. on your wound. Okay. You begin to wrap the wound. As you do, you put the wrapper for the cellox in the wrapping as you go. Why? Because when you get to the hospital and they start taking off your bandage, they want to see that you have that quick clot in place. Oh, okay. Before they go ripping the bandage off. Gotcha. Yep. But this is all, uh, you know, we make it firefighter and cop proof. That's written on the packaging. But if you never open it up, if you never know what's inside, you're going to get hit, go down, open up that packaging, be like, oh, look at all the pretty colors. No, I'm going to be what like, what do hey, I do with this? This is where I put my granola bar. Medic! <laughs> Gorman! You're going to start screaming everything, and the other officers returning fire are going to say, do you hear something? Yeah, no, I, hear I can't hear I can't Where's hear MC? I don't know. Uh, whatever. Probably on the bike. Yeah, he's probably going, he went to get coffee. Yep. So it's very important to everyone out there, if you're issued some sort of gear... Uh, know what's that's a good idea know what the use is that's a good idea especially if you get something uh you know when when we were told you guys are gonna get vests and helmets it was okay where are they over here well let's get them out everybody try it on how do we adjust it how do we do this why is this here why is that there understand how it works i like it that works for me easy peasy all right, so if you want more information about the ifac the individual first aid kit you can simply go to as the ad at the top of the show said mm-hmm. you can go to wyeradio.com slash ifak and uh, you can you can get you some some israeli first aid kits yeah go to israelifirstaid.com and look at all the things that they've got but if you guys go over and look at wyeradio.com slash ifak i not only tell you why you need it but how you can get it through our affiliate links. And that's going to let them know that there's people in the disciplines that care about high-quality equipment and knowing how to use it right. Absolutely. And for those of you that don't understand what an affiliate link is, that uh, basically means that uh, 
the Israeli first aid fo- folks will will throw a couple of bucks at the show if you use our link. That's it. Yep. That's Not a big it. deal. Yep. All right. Cool. So until next time, uh, get you some some IFAC, right? Like, yeah. Which okay. which is not IHOP. I no. Oh God. Now I want pancakes. Oh, now I can want. Can we go get? Let's go get pancakes. I dude. want bottomless tourniquets. No. Let that. No. It's not the same no? thing. No. All you can eat tourniquets. Oh that's my weird. God. All right. The show well, has to get weird at some point. It, that's true. So until well. next time, guys. This is Justin Shore, the Happy Medic, from my buddy MC from MCPD Studios, saying be safe. Cheers. Cheers.